chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. Advocates and analysts will join us to discuss the ongoing path to reform and legislation. Now, the State of Cannabis, with your host, Dave Inman. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, keeping you, our listeners, on the pulse of what's happening in cannabis today. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us today, we have Jeff, the 420 Chef. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. How are you? Thank you very much for having me. You know, if I was doing any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> so you are a, a bit of a uh, an anomaly. You are a, a a chef that cooks with cannabis, and you're not just a, a run of the mill chef. You are referred to as the Julia Child of Weed, and that's not by anybody. That's by the Daily Beast. So, tell us, uh, how did you get into cannabis, and how did you get into cooking with cannabis? So you know, uh, several years ago, about five years ago, I was uh, cooking for a friend of mine's mom who had cancer. And um, making her cakes and, you know, whatnot. And um, she had a prescription for cannabis, but didn't want to smoke it. So we went into the, we went the edibles route. And she was loving it, but she kept telling me, you got to figure out a way how to take out this taste. And you got to make more stuff than just cookies and cakes. And I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll you know, try to figure it out. And, uh, you know, I spent a couple of years just trying to take out the taste every single time I would cook with it. You know, make it a little less and less, you know, tasting, you know, danky tasting. And then within about, I guess, you know, it took me 18 months to figure out how to take out the taste. And around that time, I had mentioned it to a friend of mine who mentioned it to somebody over the Daily Beast and gave him a sample. And uh, from there, you know, the article came out about five days later, Meet the Julia Child of the Weed, and everything just blew up from there. So uh, from, from the Julia Child of the Weed to the Ganja Gourmet to the King of Edibles. Um, <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> You know, it's it's an interesting trajectory that I would say most uh, do not get to engage in. So you have kind of a unique spin on how you cook. Uh, you have a, a more of a light tasting or, or even tasteless can of butter, which, I mean, anybody who's ever had a medible before, there's generally a, a fairly heavy, you know, tone or, or cannabis taste uh, to the edibles that they have. So what what is the process behind that? So, you know, I realized that a lot of the taste, that people were, you know, that you that you get when you are eating edibles comes from the the actual plant, the chlorophyll in the plant, and any of the impurities that are in there. It'll give you that bitter taste, that earthy taste, etc. So I figured out if I could, you know, come up with a way to clean the cannabis before I infuse it into the butter and oil, I could take out the taste. So I did a lot of research and plant research and trying to figure out, you know, like how to extract certain things like chlorophyll, etc. And figured out that if you soak your cannabis in distilled water, you have to basically grind it up so you give it as much surface area as possible. But if you soak it in distilled water for a couple of days and you keep changing out the water, you notice the water starts out really, really dirty. And so I figured out after, you know, uh, a lot of experimentation that if I could just clean the cannabis before I infuse it into the butter and oil, it would be, it would taste a lot less danky than it typically does. So I did a lot of research and I realized that you can clean plant matter, any kind of plant matter, and you can extract things like chlorophyll and other impurities from the leaf if you soak it in distilled water. 
And I started doing that. You know, you have to grind it a bit so you can actually open up all that surface area in the bud. And then you soak that in distilled water. And you'll notice over the course of, let's say, three, four, or five days in soaking it that your water starts out really dirty. Uh, it'll be either really dark brown or dark green or dark yellow. But you change the water twice a day. And after about two or three days, the water really starts to look very clear. Once you've gotten to that clear point, then you realize at least that you've cleaned it as much as you can in the distilled water. And then I said, I just need to clean it a little bit more because there's still a bit of a taste and there's still a bit of a smell to it. And what I realized was if I use a chef's technique called blanching, I can take out even more of the impurities. And blanching is basically you put it in boiling water for five minutes and then you quickly put it into ice water for a minute. So I figured out a technique how to do that. And uh, then I made the butter and oil. And because the cannabinoids that are housed inside the trichomes, the trichomes themselves are what they call hydrophobic. So they can't wash off in water and they only start to evaporate at a, at a temperature which is much higher than boiling. I realized that blanching would be a great way to continue to clean it as much as I possibly could. So once I did that and then I infused the actual herb into the butter and oil, the butter and oil was not totally tasteless, but it was uh, much lighter tasting. And when you have that type of, um, uh, you know, butter and oil that you really don't taste that much, you can start to work with it with ingredients. And if you do it properly, you won't be able to taste it at all, or your edible will be very light tasting compared to the edibles that are currently out there. You know, I, I know with my experience, it's generally, uh, you know, a lingering taste can, you know, be in there sometimes for an hour or more with, yeah. uh, you know, a typical brownie or cookie. Not that I, you know, I mean, I know that some people really enjoy that. But, uh, you know, again, not everybody is the, the, the fringe. You know, some people just, not everybody wants to know where the water comes from. You know what I mean? And And sometimes yeah. they just want the net effect. And I, I think this is actually, you know, kind of the evolution of cooking with cannabis. And, mm -hmm. and I, it's, it's amazing. So, you know, there, you've obviously been doing a, a ton of stuff, ton of different appearances. You know, you were, uh, you were down at the Cannabis Cup in NorCal and SoCal 2016, definitely spreading the word about this and, and these modalities that you've incorporated into, into cooking. But one of the things that I'd really like to highlight is your calculator. So you have mm -hmm. a do-it-yourself calculator for percentages of how much cannabis should be in, in servings. Now, for me, this sounds like just an amazing device and, or an amazing protocol for so many people. And, and again, I've said it on the show a hundred times. I'm, I'm a big fan of titrating, especially for the elderly, just mm -hmm. because you know eating too much uh, can be very, very powerful. And, and, and you know, often for the, the, the newbies, so to speak, uh, can be a complete turnoff and they'll never go back. You know, being a, a viable solution for them. So mm -hmm. you have this, this calculator on your website, which is uh, uh, jeffthe420chef.com and uh, backslash calculator to this calculator. Now, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, page. I encourage everybody to check it out. However, you were intending to have this somewhere else, were you not? Yeah, actually, um, we created an app. I, I did an app in conjunction with MedSpoon, which is the only cannabis recipe sharing website out there right now. And we put a lot into it. And we were going to launch it on the uh, Apple's iTunes, you know, uh, or the iTunes App Store. And uh, we were rejected several times, went back to Apple, had a conversation with somebody, you know, in Apple's legal department. And they said, we will absolutely not approve anything like this ever because it is promoting the use of a scheduled substance, 
or an illicit substance. And I'm just like, you know, that's, this is really all about responsible dosing. And the biggest issue with cannabis is number one, knowing how much you're ingesting, knowing how much is going into each serving of the edibles that you're creating and not overdoing it. So many people have had negative experience. Actually, I've redeemed, I can't even tell you how many hundreds of people I've redeemed experiences, you know, over the years. And, you know, these are just, you know, people that never, ever wanted to do cannabis edibles again. But the truth is, if you could figure out how to, what I call a layer microdose, your cannabis, you can have an amazing experience with it that'll make you feel really fantastic, but you need to know what the dosage is of the edibles that you're eating. You know, when you go into a dispensary and you buy a cookie that's 50 milligrams and you got to cut that into five pieces and hope that each piece is 10 milligrams, that's kind of crazy, you know, but if you can actually make cookies that are each two milligrams each and you can have five delicious tasting cookies and still medicate yourself with that, those 10 milligrams, they're in a really good place. So, you know, I did the calculator specifically so that I could help people have a really enjoyable experience and dose my edibles responsibly so no one would ever have a bad experience. You know, that's, that's an amazing point, you know, and, and one that I always thought was kind of, kind of funny uh, as far as the cookies are concerned. You know, I mean, often they'll, they'll be fairly tasty and, uh, you'll want to eat another one because it was fairly tasty. I always thought that, you know, you should get like a five pack, one that's dosed and the rest that are not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, sorry, you know, I just, it's, it's one of those things where if you can eat something that's delicious, why should you have to only have one bite of it? You should be able to have five of them if you want, you know, and you can dose it however you want if you know how to use the calculator. See, this, this is something that we, we definitely have to get out into the masses. You know, the, uh, the ability to figure out how much you're consuming accurately uh, is, is something that has just not been in the uh, – in the forefront of everyone's mind or even a, a thought. I mean, I know we, we've had several other edible companies, you know, Auntie Dolores, we've had, you know, Dixie Elixirs and, uh, you know, I mean, talking to them about how uh, they would mix their batches and, and, and test random sampling of testings and, and things that I think absolutely have to happen. But I mm-hmm. like this aspect of, you know, kind of individualized dosing for, for uh, each item and, and really just breaking it down, whittling it down to something manageable. You mm-hmm. know, it, it again, it's, it's going to be one of those things that uh, there, there's going to be a, a cookbook, I have a funny feeling, on everybody's, uh, you know, uh, a kitchen counter. You happen <laughs> to have one, I imagine. Uh, actually, it just came out uh, the 28th, did it not? Yeah, yeah, it did, the 420 Gourmet. And actually, in that cookbook, I disclosed the formula for figuring out the proper dosage and the proper way to dose your edibles. So you could use the formula in the book, but even more, if you're lazy and don't want to actually do the calculations by hand, each recipe in the book tells you based on the percentage of THC in the cannabis that you use, if you follow my recipe for making the butter and oil, and then you use that butter and oil and follow the recipe for whatever you want to make that's in the book, it will tell you this little cheat sheet, a little legend that will tell you ex- uh, approximately how many milligrams per serving you have based on the percentage of THC in the strain that you use. See, that's, that's beautiful right there. You know, Jeff, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, Jeff, the 420 chef on the state of cannabis. We'll be right back with you, folks. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. 
let the marijuana llama tell you something now about a game for your phone gonna make you say wow the game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash grow the seeds sell the bud put the savings in the stash little by little your empire grows large put the big celebrities inside your entourage you can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin and Chong Cypress Hill Willie Nelson Wiz Khalifa with a bong the name of the game is him pink that's the point download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime hemp ink is even hot proofed by the man who run high times oh yeah get it on android and i and ios today marijuana llama out got to tend to me on crops you know money don't make itself hemp ink the next generation of vaporizers has arrived Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil concentrate or dry flower pens Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Tommy Chong Show on Cannabis Radio. You know about this podcast. What I really want to do from now on is to solve world problems. I feel like my job is to calm everybody down and focus on how we can save this planet. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us today, we have Jeff, the 420 Chef. Uh, Jeff, we were just talking about your new book. Uh, it came out on the 28th, and, and you have this this amazing dosing uh, calculator, a do-it-yourself, so uh, you know people don't wind up just you know warping their mind from eating too many. Um, so let me dive back into the book. Where can people get this book? And the, the book is called The 420 Gourmet, The Elevated Art of Cannabis Cuisine. So where can people get this book? Well, thankfully, they can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, IndieBound, uh, believe it or not, Urban Outfitters is carrying it. Uh, so pretty much anywhere books are sold, uh, purchase the book right now. And you also offered uh, something for our listeners. Tell us a little bit about what you'd like to do for our listeners. Yeah, sure. You know, I'd love to offer, you know, two of your listeners uh, a free autograph signed copy of the cookbook. 
So uh, everyone, uh, this this we're going to raffle off. So what we'd like you to do is uh, comment on our threads or various Facebook, Twitter, obviously on our website at CannabisRadio.com. Um, we'd like you to uh, go ahead and comment. We will select winners based off of the comments. You'll you'll you add uh, your comment. We will get you in a raffle, and we'll get that uh, that out to you should you win. So Jeff, thank you very much for that. Absolutely. So, you know, we've been looking through. Uh, you know, you, you've been you've been pretty much all across the the board. It seems like um, as far as uh, articles. I mean, everything from the Daily Beast to, to Newsweek. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about your experiences and and maybe any kind of pushback or negative things that might have happened uh, just because of what you're currently doing. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you. You know, I've had it's really been an amazing run. Uh, the only negative pushback that we've had has been from Apple. Which, you know, not surprisingly, you know, there a lot of these companies, no matter how progressive they are, you know, in today's world with pop culture and social media, uh, when it comes to cannabis, uh, for whatever reason, you know, there's still a stigma attached to it. So we get pushed back from them. But, you know, the good news is that uh, it's really been very well received, you know, across the board. The greatest thing is that HarperCollins published my book. And as far as I know, they're the first major publisher to publish an actual cannabis cookbook. You know, most of the, I think all the other cannabis cookbooks out there are self-published or published by, you know, um, smaller publishing companies. But HarperCollins is huge. And for them to take on a cannabis cookbook, at least, you know, for me, that was like a huge, um, uh, you know, boost of confidence that, you know, they really believe in, in what I'm doing. Um, one thing I will tell you is, you know, my whole motto and everything that I do is do it yourself, do it right. There are nine other amazing cannabis chefs that I know of out there, and each one does their own thing. And some are fine dining chefs, and, you know, some do, you know, a lot of private catering and stuff like that. Um, I can do that as well, and I do do that. However, what I'm really all about is teaching people how to do it themselves and do it right. And there are three elements that I focus on in the book. And the first element is choosing the right strain. You know, many people will go into a dispensary and they'll buy an edible, but you don't know how that edible is going to make you feel. Is it going to make you feel tired and loopy, or is it going to make you feel focused and creative? And the reason is because you don't know what strain they used to make that edible. But if you know a strain that works for you, and if you know that, you know, for example, one strain makes you really, really relaxed, you know, uncomfortable, then that's a great strain to make maybe some bedtime cookies with. But if you know of another strain that helps you throughout the day and gives you that focus and creative energy, then you can make yourself, you know, a breakfast in the morning and wake and bake with something that's going to really put you on a great, in a great place and on the right track for the rest of your day. So I teach people how to do that, and the cookbook talks about how to do that. But when you're buying edibles that are already pre-made in the store, you don't really know what you're getting. You don't really know what the strain is, and you don't know what the effects are going to be. Um, the other two are obviously taste and dosage. And, uh, you know, we talked about those, but they're super important. And pretty much the cookbook removes the veil of mystery from all of those three things. You know that's that's just amazing. Um, you know, again, because this is this is kind of the new frontier when we when we look at medibles. I mean, this, these are the things that are are causing people that would normally not imbibe in cannabis to actually do so. You know, it kind of mm-hmm. removes a, a strange resentment in some ways uh, from cannabis. Right. You know, people don't want to smoke. Right. They don't want to you know look like a burnout or anything. So they they wind up using medibles. And you know, again, sure. the dosing can be just. You know, uh, across the board, um, you know, just like you said, you, you never really know what types of strains generally are are included. So, 
you know, to kind of dive into a, a slightly different topic, um, are you doing any experimentations with different terpenes or, or additives like that? That kind of maybe. Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, terpenes are really, really important. But when you cook with cannabis, the big issue is the fact that terpenes evaporate. Well, first of all, they're very fragile. So, you know, they really get bombarded in any processing. But the other thing is um, terpenes burn off and evaporate at 214 degrees. And pretty much almost every recipe that you cook is in 300. It's very, you know, rare to find a recipe that you're cooking below the, terp- the terpene evaporation point. So I am now currently, you know, uh, looking into the ways of reintroducing terpenes. There's a lot of science out there right now, um, you know, where people are actually uh, isolating terpenes and vaporizing terpenes. And I'm trying to figure out how to get them back into the food because when you cook with it, they pretty much evaporate and they're pretty much gone. I don't really know um, ultimately what the uh, terpene uh, profile, if any, is still left. When I did the testing, when I tested my formula with three different labs, I tested it myself with CW Analytics, and um, believe it or not, uh, the High Times uh, on their own tested my process, and then they had it analyzed by uh, two other great labs here in California, Pill, which is number one, and SC Labs, which is, well, I say 1A or 1B because they're both pretty much on the same level. And they all came out, you know, with the same cannabinoid profile with the THC and CBD. And at the time, we were testing that because that was really where the focus was. Now there's a major focus on terpenes, and I'm going back to the labs, and we're trying to figure out, you know, are we losing all the terpenes? Are we losing some of the terpenes? If we're losing terpenes, how do we introduce the terpenes? Um, But yet we also know that the edibles that we make using strains that we know work for us pretty much work the same way they work when we smoke it. So, you know, and, and that has to do with terpenes as well. So we're not really sure, you know, what's happening, you know, with the terpenes. And I haven't tested it in my edibles with terpenes yet, but I'm in the process of doing it now. You know, it's it's interesting that you say that. You know, I mean, terpenes, at least my understanding, they they often will shift uh, the effect. Uh, so you might have mm-hmm. a, a more indica dominant, but it has a high mycene content, which is kind of like the pepper terpene, mm-hmm. I guess. And it might make it act more of a sativa-leaning strain just because of various content of terpenes. Right. Just, well, again, that's my understanding. I mean, we're learning new things every single day. Um, but in moving terpenes, so again, another thing that I'm, I'm understanding is uh, when you use various CO2 extractors, um, it will strip mm-hmm. the terpenes out separately. So that might be an interesting way that you could get terpenes from, you know, a potential cultivation facility or, um, you know, something that's, that's using a CO2 extractor. I mean, you know, getting the terpenes, you know, is not the issue. The issue is when we cook with it, do we, do we burn them off? You know, do they evaporate because of the heat? You know, when you're cooking something at 340 degrees, which is, you know, the for cannabis cooking, the ultimate temperature because your other cannabinoids are burning off between 365 and, and you know, uh, 395. Um, you know, but anything above 214 is going to burn off the terpene. So even if you reintroduce them, you'd have to reintroduce them after you cook the product, but then those terpenes have a flavor. And, you know, and, and you know, as you mentioned, you know, the... Um, Mercine and you know the, the pepper, peppery flavor, and there's limonene, which gives you like more lemony flavor, etc. So then it's working with the flavor that comes from the terpene to enhance the flavor of the edibles, and that's something that I'm working on right now. But I'm still not sure, you know, how it's going to ultimately play out uh, when it comes to the edibles. 
I'm excited about it, honestly. I can't wait. To, next time I'm out in California to cruise by and, and try some of these uh, these magical, tasty treats. <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> you might you know, pleasure. That'd be great. We we uh, we don't have enough you know quality you know uh, individuals that uh, are willing to really step out of the paradigm you know really to to push the envelope and to discover new things and you know what's interesting is that with cannabis in general you know it seems that we we wind up having some breakout people you know that just really they they realize that there is no box they don't have to worry about being in the box or outside of the box there is no box and uh, yeah. I. I I consider you one of those people, my friend. Thank you, uh, you know, very, very much. Absolutely. You know, again, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, Jeff, the 420 Chef on State of Cannabis. We'll be right back with you, folks. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. Dr. Dabber, hurry. Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber, doctor's order. Less heat, more flavor. Thousands of cannabis professionals convene this August in Portland, Oregon, to the city responsible for half a billion dollars in cannabis commerce. The Portland Expo Center hosts Indo Expo, August 6th and 7th. Indo Expo has seed to sale covered all weekend long with educational seminars and over 250 exhibitors. Lights, nutrients, trimmers, extractors, greenhouses, cutting-edge grow gear, genetics, smoking accessories, and more. Free admission for buyers, store owners, and MJ industry professionals. Visit www.indoexpo.com. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers? From a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. 
Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. We've been chatting with Jeff, the 420 chef. Jeff, you, uh, you're a troubadour of pastries, it sounds like. And uh, I got I to gotta <laughs> thank you for that. And, and again, you know, for, for having the presence of mind of putting together, you know, a do-it-yourself calculator uh, and, and really teaching people, you know, being a concierge of cannabis, really, because – this the landscape is shifting. You know, you guys have your initiative on uh, on the ballot. You're going to get to vote for it in November. We're uh, within just a few days here in Arizona of getting our inclusion on the ballot to be able to cast our stone in November. We got a lot of states coming on board, and it's it's we absolutely have to have a responsible approach for everyone. I mean, you know, it's not really going to be the time for us to all just don tie dye and and everything just flies to the wind. If anything, we now have to just learn how to incorporate cannabis within a structured society. And it's these types of things that are going to help ease the transition in my mind. And, uh, you know, I definitely, I want to make sure that we get lots and lots of plugs uh, for, you know, obviously the, uh, the, the calculator and, uh, you know, maybe we need Thank to you. petition Apple and definitely, you know, maybe Android as well, but we definitely need to maybe petition Apple so they understand, you know, especially when this changes to schedule two, schedule three, maybe no schedule whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they need to be ahead of the curve. You know I mean? Microsoft's already in it. You know, they, they're doing, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, might as well be Apple. They, they should probably jump in, uh, wholeheartedly, I would say, but maybe we should maybe set up an online petition. Uh, cause again, I think this is, this is a dynamite thing. Um, and oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> and, and so everybody, we can, we can contact you. We can find out more information if we go to www.the420chef.com. So tell us a little bit about, about your website, um, kind of some functionality, what you can find, what you can expect, uh, things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The website's a lot of fun. You know, in addition to the calculator, there's recipes. And, you know, we feature a lot of news that's important to the cannabis uh, community uh, that we think is important to people that are cannabis enthusiasts. You know, most importantly, you know, cannabis is a medicine, and we really want people to see it that way. Sure, you might be getting high, but the truth is you're medicating for something. And, you know, there's different ways to medicate. You know, there's high CBD strains. They don't get you high at all, but they medicate you, you know, in, in other ways. You know, there is there are high THC strains that obviously, you know, are psychoactive and, you know, they get you high, but they also help with a lot of things. And, you know, we really want to get the word out there. We want people to be able to, you know, go on, you know, to our website and just get, you know, the latest news, find out the most about it, you know, get recipes, um, learn how to do it, learn how to do it right. And that's really, you know, what I stand on. And, you know, like I said, you know, there's a lot of other chefs out there and it's really fantastic, but no one's teaching people how to do this at home. And, you know, when you start looking at legalization, which, you know, you just spoke about, when they start legalizing and uh, some of the bigger companies start to try to muscle them, muscle their way in and, you know, big pharma starts to, you know, muscle their way in, there's a possibility that the government will start to take away certain things, you know, certain commercial items that are currently available. I mean, there was just an FDA push to uh, remove CBD oil. And they had sent letters out to all these CBD um, supplement, you know, manufacturers saying you can't do this anymore because um, Big Pharma is now studying um, CBD for the treatment of, you know, for cancer and and tumor treatment. And there's been a lot of pushback and the FDA had to clarify, you know, and there's still, I know that there's, you know, still a lot going on with that. But if Big Pharma gets involved and if they say, sorry, but the only thing that's available now to the consumer is the actual plant and flower 
then how are people going to know how to make edibles? How are they going to be able to medicate if they don't want to smoke it? So, you know, thinking about that now and learning how to do that now, even if they took away oils and edibles and anything else out there, you would still be able to do it properly because now the cookbook is out there. The instructions are out there. You learn how to actually find the strain that you need, how to, you know, make the edibles, how to dose it properly. So no matter what happens, as long as we have access to the plant, you can actually make your own edibles. And uh, we teach you how to do that on the website, you know, and uh, the website is just chock full of a lot of information. My Instagram page, uh, incidentally, is pretty awesome because I'm always posting new stuff on that page before I post anywhere else. And uh, if you look at it, you know, there are just a plethora of recipes that, you know, you just completely be shocked to see. I mean, I'm working on a new one now, which is a crunchy, filled, stuffed French toast. And, you know, stuff like that just, you know, will blow your mind. Um, but you can see all that on my Instagram page as well. And, again, it's just Jeff the 420 Chef. Um, anything is, anything out there, you know, um, with the exception of Twitter, which is Jeff underscore the 420 Chef. But if you just type in Jeff the 420 Chef into any of the search engines for any of the social media platforms, you'll, you'll get the information as well. So we're going to have to make sure and, and get that uh, up on the uh, the site as well so we can point people to uh, your website and, and obviously your Instagram page. Do uh, do your Google info. Get your learn on. <laughs> thing, you know, I think it's really important that people know the source that they're getting their cannabis from. And, you know, uh, in many states, you know, the states that are medically, where it's medically legal or even recreationally or we call adult use, um, you know, there are some pretty awesome dispensaries out there. It's just really important to make sure that where you purchase your product from, number one, is very reputable. Number two, that they can give you the information that you need, such as the percentage of THC and or CBD that are in the strain that you buy, because you can't figure out your dosage unless you know that. I, I really want to thank you for coming onto the show uh, and, and imparting all this wonderful knowledge onto us. Um, and of course, I want to thank all of you for joining us on this edition of The State of Cannabis. Uh, I'm your host, Dave Inman. You can, of course, download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Uh, also, you can follow uh, the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. Don't forget to like and comment, especially if you want your uh, free copy, free autographed copy of the book. Uh, I'm your host, Dave Inman, and we will talk with you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.